The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Plus. Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. Plus, Plus, Plus. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast. The podcast Hello. of clean and sober. K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R and SinceRightNow.com with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Cool. All right. I think I can hear me and you. Well, I can definitely hear me. Okay. Hey, uh, so... Good to be back. Good, Good to, to be have back you back, the, Jeff. Yeah. So I miss, you know, two weeks is a long time. It is. It's an eternity in, uh, yeah. since right now, podcast land. It really is. Uh, so. I miss two good shows. Two so good shows. Two yeah. good, two great guests. Yeah. Um, Jeff's back. Yeah. Or buddy. It's nice to be here. I was out um, in Colorado. For, um, yeah. It's a nice place. I went and visited the family. Went camping and. Went camping. Saw a bear. Wow. I've never seen a bear before in the wild, but it was pretty exciting. Like, like. Just bearing along. Run bears. away, climb a tree, and scream. No, no, just was to do. kind of like we were driving in the back of this pickup. Okay. Going up this four wheel drive road and looked out, and there's a bear. Just kind of, hey, there's a bear. And just, he looked like he was having a nice day. Didn't really bother us, just bared along. They're kind of funny, funny little ambling creatures. So yeah, it was funny. <laughs> they just, you know, Until they're tearing limb from limb. <laughs> Apparently, though, they're after seeing that and seeing how much danger you're actually in, because then post-bear, because you're with your kids, like, I wonder how much danger we're in. Apparently, not a lot. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah, black bears are pretty chill. You know, they're pretty nice. They're, they don't really want to mess with you. There have been very few bear attacks, although there have been a few. Grizzlies. Those yeah, are the ones you got to watch out for. And, and polar bears are supposed to be Probably. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. There's our bear so, alert. <clears throat> this is, uh, since right now, the bear episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, glad to have you back. Yeah, nice and uh, just went back to my home group tonight. Oh, we had this guy who spoke, and turns out that home group, which I didn't know, started in 1961. And he's like, "This guy has the rosters from 1961 continuously of your home group, of my home group, that's which crazy. is crazy. That is crazy. I know. The like roster. That's, I know the rosters from that time all the way to today. And I'm like, that's amazing. It'd be cool if you could draft your home group and put together like a super team fantasy home group or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is funny. I wonder if you could construct. Could could you construct? Like, you probably could figure out a way to construct like successful AA sponsorship sponsee like groups, like pods of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could you? Yeah. All right. You totally that's, could. That's something. So uh, Jeff's tagged back in. Matt's yep. tagged out. If yep. you can't, he's can't. Haven't figured that out yet. Matt's sick. Um, he's sick. Uh, but and, he's probably listening on his couch. Right now. With a fever. Yep. Burning up. Feel better, Matthew. Hey, Matt. Uh, So, you, we were talking about this as we got on the air. Jeff missed a couple of episodes, a couple of guests. Rhea Buckner. Yeah. um, Fantastic, fascinating. Uh, She came on and talked about uh, her story, which some of it's documented in her book, The Cape House. And then last week, we had on Scott. Pilara, yes, um, who I build as a recovery reform advocate, mm-hmm. 
He's very much that. Yep. Um, or anybody that listened heard him talk about how you know, he'd been through a rehab reform advocate. Sorry, been through rehab himself, successful and successful stint, his only stint, yeah. um, and then went on to work sort of at all levels um, at rehabs um, from the bottom up, sort of thing, and uh, and grew disenchanted with it. Mm-hmm. And then he started his own thing, sort of a concierge. concierge recovery service yeah which i was unfamiliar with but it's basically um if if you didn't listen if you don't know and need a refresher um it's sort of uh bespoke one-on-one recovery program crafted for you it's like so you take whatever pieces from whatever yeah practice or thinking or theory it works yeah and and you put it together and then it's find, artisan it's what it's artisan, Art, artisan recovery yeah, yeah. Artisan, recovery. artisan rehab um and uh and then towards the end it sort of took a what what for me was a left turn totally it was unexpected me too um i was listening to it today and not being on the show like i rarely listen but when i'm not on the show i always listen you guys are good man it's a nice show. Oh yeah, let's do a nice show. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it was very. It was a great show. You should join us. Yeah. Um, I, uh, it was well, good, good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I almost never listen. I should listen sometimes. Yeah, it's fun. Um, it's fun to listen. But so, uh, yeah, so it took this left turn into, uh, and again, from my perspective, from yeah. I think. I'll speak for Matt from his perspective. Yeah. And from my perspective. perspective. I know. I was like captivated. (laughs) It was a left turn into, um, what's the word? Plant-based medicine. Plant-based medicine is what being the answer to treatment. Yeah. Um, Specifically, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. You know. Yeah. I I don't know if you, I can't call it a treatment. Um, I don't know what, what it would be called. Um, and then ibogaine, which I'm just not really that familiar. No. I know that you can't do it here. You have to go to South America. Is it the same kind of thing? Is it it's a, it's a plant based shaman based treatment, but it, it's more like I mean, they're, they're it's like, a ceremony. It's like an no, ayahuasca no, ceremony. No ibogaine. You go to there are clinics that oh. you can go to and get just a pill. I don't know what it is. Okay. It might be a liquid. It might be a multi part, multi stage treatment. I'm okay. not. I don't know enough about it. Okay. But it, and I don't even know if it's based, if there's any, and I have, you know, full disclosure and much to my discredit, I didn't do any research between then and now. <laughs> um, and, uh, but that's not kind of the kind of show we are. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> but but <laughs> after listening to the show, I will tell you my first reaction, because we've talked about ayahuasca before, and I've read a little bit about it, and it's, Always sounded to me like something I'd love to try if I were using still, like dropping acid or doing mushrooms. So that's always what it sounded like. But then, after listening to Holmes last week, I Hmm. was like, my first reaction was, you mean... You, me, and Matt are going to do ayahuasca in Mexico. (laughs) He pretty much gave us permission to go do it. Like, he pretty much made it okay for dudes in recovery to go this. And I think the line that got me was it? it's, uh, it's like having a phone to God. It's like mm-hmm. this this place where you can access spirituality mm. instantly. Like and everything you said about it was just like, no, this can't be true. Mm-hmm. This can't be true. But I'm willing to I'm willing to try cuz it just sounds crazy, right? Well, 
So I think that's our next trip. Ayahuasca journey. Honestly, ayahuasca, just what I've heard about it terrifies me. I don't want some freaky, crazy, multi-day barfing, shitting trip. I'm just like... (laughs) Maybe it's the American Indian in me. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I read all of Carlos Castaneda's, like, you know, and it it was way too young. And, you know, I loved, we talked about this yeah. before. It's like if we, all, I think all of us agreed, if we relapsed ever, yeah. like the thing we wouldn't think about relapsing was isn't our drugs of choice. It wouldn't be alcohol. It no. wouldn't be no. cocaine. It wouldn't, no. like the one thing we're like, would consider relapsing for is hallucinogen. Yes. Um, Without a doubt. And, uh, but entirely in a recreational way. <laughs> totally. Not in and, a, and, and you ask to his, him like, to his point, right? He says it's not recreational. recreational. It's very intentional and very, I guess, therapy. And you're using it in a medicinal therapeutic, very way. specific way, right? Yeah, with guidance. Yeah, and there's a whole purpose for it. Mm-hmm. And you have to like prepare yourself. But but the whole, oh, so here's what I was interested in, like. And this, you know, when you did hallucinogens, mm-hmm. there was always those quote-unquote insights that mm-hmm. you felt right. on them where you understood the universe. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't bring that with you. No. And I wonder, that was my question for him, is with an ayahuasca experience, do you bring that insight with you? Do right. you truly become transformed after the experience? I know. It's it's interesting. Matt and I... Yeah. And I... And I feel like you know we talked to us to scott before we got off like it's a conversation we should probably have independent of what we initially yeah had him on for yeah um so but uh matt and i did have the same reaction as soon as we got off or the same thought, thought yeah. after, after we got off um because you know we both thought well you know i forget what matt's example was but i mean i know i was on a beach, howling at the moon, mm-hmm. and absolutely one hundred percent certain, I had the answer to everything. Right. What that means and what it was, I have no idea. Right. But I was sure I'd remember. I was sure I I had yeah. been changed, changed, and gifted, bestowed the answer to everything, and everything was going to be different. Everything was going to be all right. Yeah. And I had. This this amazing yeah. gift. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know what the answer to everything means. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what the question is. Right. Um, but the so, way they talk about this experience is, you do. You, you do, bring it back with you. You bring it back with you. You right. you feel something. You you and so the on the premise makes sense. And what he was talking about is how our culture mm. is built to addict you to stuff. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Food, sugars, chemicals, phones, and all the stuff we're mm-hmm. addicted to. And that's kind of how we live our lives, and we all know what that mindset's like. This gives you a open doors of your perception in the same way an hallucinogenic acid trip would. So I get that, mm-hmm. like I've felt that before, and puts you into a space where you instantly and clearly see the world for what it truly is like mm-hmm. feel experience reality in the sense of being in the moment and i don't even know what that's going to feel like but it sounds fascinating yeah right? it does yeah absolutely which i think what we're all trying to figure out whether you're addicted or not right whether you're mm-hmm. an addict or not but it just sounds like i don't know but yeah you want to believe mm-hmm. but it just sounds it sounds like i hadn't believed it until 
until then that that this was something I would be willing to try as a recovering addict. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, maybe, right? How do you feel about that? <sighs> you don't like the whole process of, yeah, I the purge, the purge. Yeah, I don't like the process. I, I, I have trouble believing. And this is why we need to have him back on. Because yeah. in a way, it's not fair to no raise was, this without him. I have right. trouble believing. It's like okay, you, you snort coke and it's wonderful, right? Yeah. It's it's, <laughs> and then somebody says, "Hey, you know what's even better? Yeah. If you cook it and you smoke it, right? And so you do that. So you do that, and it is. It's it's orders of magnitude better. Don't yeah. go out and try this at home. Kids. Don't do not do this um, at home. But, so, you know, what, what, what the parallel I'm trying to draw is, I've done acid and I've done shrooms. Yeah. Let's yeah. just say shrooms yeah. for the sake of, you know, one plant-based thing and yeah. another. Well, I mean, it's all plant-based. It's all too. plant-based. That's, that's the other I know. That's the other issue. I know. I was thinking um, like, oh, well, they make alcohol with plants. plants. <laughs> and, you know, weed and coke, you know, yeah. coke leaves and yeah. cat. And yeah. you know, you go, you know, plant-based everything. Yeah, heroin from pop. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, and I am sure that we're oversimplifying and being yes. a bit glib about it. And I get it, yeah. but it's all plant-based. It's all plant-based. So you have to figure out. And yeah. So, so anyway, my point is, mm-hmm. just because something's order, orders of magnitude more intense experience, yeah, is it just doing the same thing with? Yeah, I know. What you're you saying. know, yeah. is it just you know uh, super shrooms? Is it just yeah? And and to what end? I mean, I, I guess, I guess if it actually does something chemically modifies you, like I guess more or less permanently, or certainly with yeah. some long long term effects, That's modifies it. you chemically, neurologically. Yeah. If that's how it's impacting you mm-hmm. from a you know recovery standpoint, that's one thing. But in a way, like that to me would have nothing to do with the hallucinogenic aspects of it. Yeah, and you wouldn't need unless because, although maybe on the other side of it, maybe it's like a forced, a forced, uh, or what's the word? Um, what's the word when you induced an yeah. induced. Uh, God experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like it forces you to fall to your knees and and, and feel like in touch with God. Yeah. And you're, you're powerless over the thing. You just want to quit or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Well, no. Did that, did that part scare you? The uh, intense spiritual side of it? No, because I, I, I don't think, I just don't think in those terms. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know. I wouldn't think of it as God. Like when I had, you know, when I... Had, was doing shrooms on the beach and and getting a message from whatever the universe, right? I didn't think of that in terms of God or anything. I just thought, right. whatever it is, it could be the the program we're living in that gave it to me. I don't know. Right, you right. know what I mean? I don't know sure. where it came from. I just felt it, received it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, okay. Um, One interesting part of it, it the chemical itself, this DMT or whatever this is, that's different. That's the God drug. I thought that was what ayahuasca no. releases in you. I don't 
think so. Is and it? it? It's also the same thing that you release. Your body naturally releases when it dreams. Oh, That's see, what I, I thought, thought TMT or now. See, we should become more of a research-driven show because I have we no really idea should. what I'm we talking. Have, um, we just don't. We need interns. But I think that's interesting. Regardless of something about it, it says a lot about your dream state. First of all, right? It says a lot about when you go to sleep at night and this what what is happening in that subconscious. Like there's something there. That's fascinating. And to like get get into that and have that affect you or transform you or see that. I don't know. It's really interesting. I don't know. And I was thinking of like the movie Inception, that whole idea of, of planting thoughts in your subconscious that ultimately help you in your consciousness. And uh, it seemed like a crazy thought about how this could actually work. Mm-hmm. Like it releases those it, it instantly gets you in touch with all these things that are there, but you don't ever mm-hmm. get in touch with consciously your subconscious. I don't mm-hmm. know, but if that's the same drug anyway, is it? No, well, it's related, but okay. So DMT uh, is something that's dimethyltryptamine. Um, that's the the god drug, also known as the businessman's trip during the nineteen sixties. Um, <laughs> the business. Yeah. I've never heard that. I guess because it has a. Uh, short duration, intense effects, rapid onset. Okay. Um, so ayahuasca, the ayahuasca vine, when it's in- orally ingested along with the ayahuasca vine, can it increase the duration gotcha. of the DMT. Gotcha. So you mix it all together. DMT can produce vivid mystical experiences involving euphoria and dynamic hallucinations hallucinations Jeez, okay. of geometric forms higher intelligence says extraterrestrials elves and god and god <laughs> sorry like the elves part yeah that's what god learn of the rings um that's funny so okay are we i was thinking okay maybe i'm just an addict i got all excited about this today when i was listening to the show i was like oh we can do this but it's probably just the addict in me saying we can do this probably really shouldn't well yeah, probably really shouldn't. <laughs> the addict in me, yeah, yeah, is pulled right by it. Absolutely, for okay. all the scared of it and shit. Yeah, I mean, because we, I mean, we're talking about. I mean, the hallucinogens are. Yeah, it's hard to say on a, on a recovery show, but they're fun. Yeah, they are fun, right? Yeah. When, um, but uh, that's recreational, and I get it. it that's what we're not supposed to do. Right? If we when did ayahuasca? We would be doing it recreationally. Okay. We wouldn't. I, I'm certain. Yeah. But and you asked that question. But we asked for clarification. Well, I that. did because he was in recovery and then he did it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think because I, I don't know. Maybe you know. I I think it's intent. Yeah. Yeah. And but you know I could. But it's strange, like. And you don't know how effective it is. So let's just look at it from a total recovery standpoint. Mm. If that were available in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and you went to recovery, you know, people who are hooked on opiates mm. could go and do this, and in, and the success rate was fifty mm-hmm. percent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, you'd have to get behind that, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Here's what I, you know, what it comes down to for me. Yeah, I don't buy. You have to go into the jungle with a shaman to do it. Okay. 
if you could distill, it is going to rain. Isn't yeah. It? Um, if you could distill, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you can. Yeah. The active ingredient, and I don't know if it's the DMT, I don't know, I'd have to do more research. The yeah. DMT or something in the ayahuasca or what it is specifically, or if there's separate doses of things, if the, what I just found on Wikipedia is talking about taking them together. I don't know. Yeah. Here's my point. For sake of this argument, just call it ayahuasca. Yeah. If you could distill the active ingredient yeah. in whatever I, that ayahuasca is mm-hmm. into a controlled dosage, right? and you could go get it and you... Whatever you take it in a padded room in a hospital, right? Under medical supervision, right? That's for the sole purpose of stopping because your the chemical yeah. does it. There's no, and I get you know some people say, well, Eastern medicine or or non traditional Western medicine. You yeah. need, you, there's no possible way that the shaman can make a difference in that being in the jungle yeah. and not. If the drug works, it works. You, and With you, right. San Shaman, yeah. Yeah, San Shaman, and in a controlled dosage yeah. to do what it's supposed to do and, and you know, nothing more. Otherwise, if you if you specifically need all that, then it's recreational, okay. as, and as far as I'm concerned, no matter what. Then I was excited to go do it recreationally. Absolutely. I was excited for the shamans and the sweat lodge and the purging, yeah. whatever was going Which on. Which has nothing to do. It, there's, it's a impossible. A little ceremony, little chanting. Yeah. It sounds amazing. If, if you needed to prep beforehand by not eating or yeah. whatever, you know, he said, or not all having sex, for that's just like any procedure. Where you, no masturbation. I was like, wait a wait minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, but you know, and we talked about it b- b- last week too. I mean, I, I get it. They're they're testing like a controlled, you know, medically delivered dosage of psilocybin, yeah, to treat depression, and it works. Oh, and that's great. I would. In, in, that's happening in, right now. Yeah, no, yeah. They've they've and did, psilocybin in mushrooms. In mushrooms. Okay. The active. But again, it's you know it's it's a controlled dosage, yeah, yeah, delivered by you know yeah. a doctor in this study, yeah, and uh, and it, it works like to alleviate depre- depression long term. Wow, in these cancer patients that have they're depressed, yeah, yeah, and I'm like when that clears the FDA, I would totally do that. Okay, but it wouldn't be I wouldn't be looking to trip. Yeah, um, I wouldn't need to go to the beach and do it because that's how you do shrooms, you yeah. know, and whatever. I wouldn't buy around a bonfire. I would go to the yeah. doctor and get the dose, right? Right. right. Um, and that has nothing to do with Western or Eastern. It just has to do with the thing you're trying to solve and what solves it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, and that's plant based medicine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and the same thing, like they're using MDMA to treat, you know. Uh, uh, or they're you know they're doing studies to treat uh, PTSD, oh PTSD, and uh, and you know anxieties and mm-hmm. depression and all that, um, and I get it, all that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess yeah, talking through it now, I'm not opposed to whatever the active yeah compound the same in ayahuasca is. Yeah, it's just. You you know it's it's the the, the stuff or surrounding it yeah. is what. But I wonder. Okay, so those sound. This is interesting because MDMA. And I don't know if this is true. Those have a bio 
chemical. Like to me, I wonder if the ayahuasca active ingredient works because you have clarity and have an insight that stays with you versus it works like as an inhibitor or a, you know what I'm saying? Like it works because you have this conscious moment of mental clarity versus it works like the active ingredient of a, uh, you know, whatever neuron inhibitor that helps you with depression or, or not releasing a chemical in your brain or something. Or if it's all the same, or if it's all kind of the same thing, like it's all tied together. But it's super, it's fascinating to think about. Like, I, I wonder how he was so confident last week that this could be a treatment for addiction. You know, I wonder if he had seen a lot of it or it was just sort of um, anecdotal or it worked for him or something. I don't know. Or if it's been used, like addicts go down and have this ceremony and take the ayahuasca and come back and like, yeah, we're done. It's, it's interesting. Um, it is. I And my sense is that he... Well, we'll have to have him on to talk okay. about it. Yeah. Bring him back. Um. <clears throat> okay. So Well we should have a vote from the from the fans. Thumbs up, go to ayahuasca training, thumbs down, don't go to ayahuasca training. What what training. Does, or whatever. I don't know. Just go down there. Now you That's <laughs> our next go, trip. Go train. Oh man, I don't know. We could get t shirts. Ayahuasca eighteen. Bring everyone down. Well, I'll meet in Mexico at some... Ayahuasca? I barely know a... <laughs> That's funny. You have to go to Mexico or Peru? You have to the get Amazon out of the United States. You have to go somewhere in the Amazon, probably. That's a long trip. I'm just not... Yeah. All right. And I don't, uh, it's just not happening. <laughs> I just... I don't, yeah. I'm not, I'm not into, like, well, well, deep, this, yeah. tropical, war zone... <laughs> disease-ridden adventure anymore. Okay. I'm just not into it. I like pimp, super high-end, yeah, luxury hotel adventure. Or just, no, just, you know. Yeah. Well, we stayed in some shitbag hotel in Akron or Dayton or wherever we We went to in Ohio. Excuse us if you own that hotel. It wasn't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Pardon us. I'm just saying, I don't don't need a, Yeah. I don't know, if I want to go to the Amazon, and I'm just looking at a pot of boiling ayahuasca on a, you know, shaman's fire, and it just does not, not look too. fun. Yeah. All right. But it, I, yeah, it was interesting. So then the other, the other, I do think what he was saying though, out of all this, was treatment in the U.S. is broken. Yes. That yeah. that's that's the part we yeah started yeah. right yeah. And all that was believable. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And that these new methods, mm. yeah, it seems silly not to try them or... Absolutely. Yeah. And that no one has the proper incentives to do treatment right. Right. And it's all kind of a big racket. Absolutely. Yeah. That's hard. And I think it's it, like the need is so pressing, you know? Look at it. When I was just the last couple of weeks watching, you know, here and there, I'm sure you see this too, just odd Facebook posts of people you don't know, but young kids, so-and-so just overdosed so-and-so's daughter, Mm -hmm. so-and-so's son. I saw three of those when I was gone. Just friends from high school. Wow. You know, whose other friends, and they just pop up, Mm. and it's like some high school senior picture Mm -hmm. of some beautiful kid Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's like, oh my God, just mm-hmm. overdosed. It's like, oh my God, it's crazy. And then to think like what you see on the treatment side that it's just, you know, uh, hit or miss at best. Mm-hmm. You can totally get taken and not be effective. All the, yeah, it's like, man. So it was also interesting. I thought his, I, I do think that's why the AANA programs are still incredibly valid because. <laughs> Hold come on, on sorry, my, oh, my daughter's coming here. Cause... Okay. Oh, of this of the thunder. Yeah, it just thundered. Okay. So my, do you want to say hi? Hello. <laughs> that was that's that was my uh, and the dog seven year old. It just did a big thunder. Sure, you can sit in the chair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. All right. This is good. this is the first everybody. Yeah. Um, Sabine's in because it's thundering out. My my wife's uh, traveling for work. Yeah. Where is she? She's in New York. I think I think the dogs are okay. Too. The dogs are okay, babe. It's gonna yeah. be a, a podcast party. Yeah, come on in, dogs. Um, Chris has four dogs, and uh, they're all one. as big as a loaf of bread. So it's yeah. kind of like four loaves of bread running around the room barking. They're small, Sabine. So now this is uh, the welcome to my house. Yeah, we don't have to go out. Version episode of since right now. That's right. Um, which God, that's inappropriate. Um, now, now my daughter's making she's demands. Uh, she's like, Can you pull the shade hey, down. You just you relax over right. there. Hot so sauce. I guess uh, this is what's called going off the rails. Yeah. Um, that's okay. 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 Right. We're gonna we're gonna uh, fix the studio up. There was on just the fly. a fly, and this is all. There was a big boom of thunder that I don't know if that picked up on the podcast. And uh, oh, it's exciting. And Sabine's not into it. So um, we're going to go from our normal, yeah, PG thirteen light R, yeah, to total to G, total G, yeah, yeah. Sabine's got on her headphones. Yeah, are you listening, Sabine? <laughs> um, it's exciting. So, uh, well, let's. Uh, and Sabine knows all about this. Dad, Sabine knows Dad does a podcast every every Wednesday night. Yeah, um, she's very proud. She has a Since Right Now T-shirt that she occasionally puts on um, to uh, make people, me feel good. She'll, yeah. she'll, she's proud. You're proud of your Since Right Now T-shirt, right? Do you do you uh you wear it out of the house? Yeah. And like people do they ask you what it is? No. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. But what's interesting is so Sabine was uh at camp this uh past uh, she's been off camp now for what, about a week, but you were last two weeks ago at your last camp, uh your teacher he came up to me on the last day when you were getting in the car and he said I asked Sabine what her daddy did. And you said that Daddy does podcasts. Nice. Yeah. So he does a podcast with two of his friends. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And uh, which is true. Yeah. And so what's interesting is he he said not to be too creepy, but I looked up. I just typed in your name and podcast. Yeah. And I saw what you did, and I listened to a couple. And he goes, "And congratulations on your sobriety." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks, man. That's nice." Yeah. So it so was, you we're spreading the word. Yes. Yeah. That's exciting. So, so Sabine's out there spreading the sense right now. Yeah. Yeah. I well, like that. Thanks, Bean. Yeah. You're welcome. We like to get him young into the SRN family. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 
absolutely. Well, I mean, that was a huge part of when we started this. Is I, I'm used to ask people all the time about their right. kids and how you talk to them about yep. it. And, yep. Um, but Bean's got the basic <laughs> idea. Okay. Right? What's the basic idea? What do you think this is? Do you know what Daddy and, and Jeff and Matt talk about? Every week. Recovery stuff because it's called the recovery revolution. Nice. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. Um, so uh, I want to thank our guest, Sabine, for joining us. Yes. That was, that was great, Sabine. Sorry about the thunder. We'll try to get that removed from next week. It's scary. I know. <laughs> it was a big boom. It was. Um, I love you, Tilo. You're so cute. Talking to our dogs, uh, so we may yeah, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah, I think we started early. We started a little bit earlier yeah. on time, and yeah. uh, extenuating circumstances. And we do appreciate the first ever uh, guest. Yeah, from Sabine. Yeah, she's here every week. She's she here every week. She's yeah. up in bed usually. Yeah. So it's nice to have you on the show, Sabine. We've been waiting to get you on. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and and your father said that you're starting a podcast soon, and we can't wait to hear that. And it's about book club. You yeah. guys are gonna yeah, you know, tell us a little bit about it. Not to cross promote, but I think we should. Yeah, sure. What's your podcast called? My podcast is gonna be called T and Read. T and Read. Now it's not reread, Daddy, but it's like recording. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. T and record. Yeah, and so it's going to be uh, basically a. We have tea, and we're gonna have do a book club, right? No, it's not tea. We're we're gonna have snacks. Oh, snacks! Sorry. The tea part is because I made it up when we were having tea today. Okay, oh, yeah. got it. it Tea's like nice, a, though. It wasn't tea; it was lemonade, but it was a tea party still. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna read a, the same book and do a book club. And uh, Jeff and already said he and his boys are gonna yeah. read the same book too. Minecraft. Minecraft The Island. The Island by yeah. Max Brooks? Like by Max Brooks. Wow. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Cool. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. See you all. Say bye, Bean. Bye-bye. Chilo says nice job too, doesn't he? <laughs> I only started wearing the headphones because... Stop me from hearing the thunder. we
of himself. That's why everybody likes him. Well, the reason why everybody likes him is because once you look in his eyes, you can't get him out. It's like, it's like super glue with duct tape. It's like super glue on.